Let's talk about love. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about drugs. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about us. Let's talk about we. Let's talk about you, let's talk about me, let's talk about us, let's talk about we, let's talk about wealth, let's talk about greed, let's talk being broke, living in poverty, let's talk about black, let's talk about white, let's talk about how we still fight for our rights, let's talk government, sex schemes and drugs, and let's talk about God, let's talk about love, let's discuss our feelings. Hey y'all, welcome to Blessed to be S. I'm your cousin in Christ, Wantra Levette, and this is Bougie Bible Study, the number one Bible study class that you will ever come across. If you are new here, I'd like to welcome you to the best Bible study class. If you are not new here, you already know how we get down over here as we dive into the Bible and read a chapter a week and get the back end story on what took place in the Bible. Now, I am not a preacher. I do not have a preacher license. So obviously, just like everybody else, I want to know the interesting stories about the Bible and how they took place in the ancient times, which makes them still vital for our lives today. Walking with Christ and having a relationship with God has to be the number one priority that we all should carry in this world today as we strive into society and we walk this journey on our destination and to our purpose allowing God to use us individually, making himself known as well as his great word to all of us because we are all in this together. Now, if you are new here, I like to read out of the NIV version and you can simply read out of any version you choose to. You can check out any episode before this episode so that you can get an idea of what this Bible study class has to offer. We are in class 32, which means we've been doing this for some time. So you can simply check out any episode from 1 to 32 to check out how we have been dipping and diving through the Bible and just reading the fascinating stories that took place in the times that we were not even here but yet they are still vital and preached all over the world today i want to just jump up in today's class and so grab your bibles you guys we are going into exodus last couple weeks we were in genesis i was gone obviously for the past two weeks but nevertheless i'm here and i'm ready to dive into today's story and we will be in exodus chapter three The title of today's class is Moses' Encounter with God. I'm pretty intrigued to hear what is going to go down in Exodus when Moses' encounter with God. I'm not going to take up too much time. If you are ready, I am ready. Go ahead and grab your Bibles. Again, you can read out of any version you choose to. I read out of the NIV. That's my business. Your business could be simply to read out of any version you choose to. But let's get this going. Exodus chapter 3, Moses' encounter with God. The title is Moses and the Burning Bush. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. 
When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, Here I am. Do not come any closer, God said, and take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of Egyptians and to bring them up out of the land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amoritites, Perizzites, and Hivites, and Jebusites. And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me, and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now, go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you, and this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. Moses said to God, Suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they asked me, What is his name? Then what should I tell them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, the name you shall call me from generation to generation. Verse 16. Go and assemble the elders of Israel and say to them, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, appeared to me and said, I have watched over you and seen what has been done to you in Egypt. And I have promised to bring you up out of your misery in Egypt into the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amoritites, Perizzites, and Hivites, and Jebusites, and land flowing with milk and honey. The elders of Israel will listen to you. Then you and the elders are to go to the king of Egypt and say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us. Let us take a three-day journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifice to the Lord our God. But I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless a mighty hand compels him. So I will stretch out my hand and strike the Egyptians with all the wonders that I will perform among them. After that, he will let you go. And I will make the Egyptians favorably disposed toward this people, so that when you leave, you will not go empty-handed. Every woman is to ask her neighbor and any woman living in her house for articles of silver and gold and for clothing, which you will put on your sons and daughters. And so you will plunder the Egyptians. And that is the end of our chapter, you guys. Okay, now let's break it down. Anytime I come encounter with God, I feel like I'm in holy ground. And so especially when I go into my prayer closet, I make it my business to take off my shoes because I feel like I'm standing on holy ground. So let's break it down. Boom. Now Moses was tending to his flocks. He wasn't worried about nothing. He was 
doing what he was supposed to attending to his father flocks Jethro which was his father-in-law the priest of the Midian he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb the mountain of God when he got there the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire now I know throughout this Bible as I read through different stories when the angel of God appear he either come in flames he come out of nowhere he come just scaring people if I was to go somewhere by a mountain and I saw a bush burning and it didn't burn up I would be shook I would definitely be questioned you know what is this so the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush Moses is thinking why is this bush not burning up let me go check this bush out let me see what's going on with this so as he's approaching in the bush God calls out to him like hmm I see he I see he coming close to me so let me call out to him Moses Moses <laughs> Moses like here I am God is like mm -mm -mm, don't you come any closer my guy because you know take off your sandals because you're definitely standing in holy ground God told him like I am God I'm the God of your fathers the father Abraham the father of Isaac the father of Jacob the ones you guys used to worship you know and so at this point Moses covered his face he didn't want to look at God he's like oh my goodness I'm in standing in the presence of an almighty God basically and so God is like you know you ain't gotta cover your face but make sure them sandals is off make sure you're standing in this place in peace because you're standing on holy ground so the Lord said, like, I have seen you guys' misery. I've seen the way the Egyptians are treating you guys over there. And I feel so bad for you guys that I came to rescue you. So Moses is like, yeah, you know, it's really bad for our people over there. I don't, I don't know what to do. God is like, yeah, I know. I came. I see what's going on. That's why I'm here. But I'm going to send you to let them people go. I got a great place for you to go among the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Moritites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. And when you get to this place, it's going to be flowing with milk and honey. So God is like, I'm sending you to Pharaoh. And you're going to tell him to let the people go. <laughs> Moses is like, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? Uh, God probably is thinking like, you are the person that I chose. But since you don't think that you're worthy, just to let you know, I'm going to be by your side and I'm going to be with you. And this is what you need to go do or whatever so God is like look when you bring these people out or when you bring the Israel the Israelites out of Egypt you and the Israelites are going to worship me on this mountain right here that I'm talking to you on so Moses is like but what am I to say to the people of the Israelites what am I supposed to tell them suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them the God of your fathers has sent me the God of fathers Abraham Isaac and Jacob has sent me to you what is his name then what should I tell them God said to Moses tell them I am who I am I am has sent you you don't need to say no more because this is going to be my name amongst generations and generations. This is my name forever and ever. The name you should call me. I am. I am going to send you and I am who I am and I am whatever I say I am basically. God is like, look, you want to keep getting oppressed by the Egyptians, then you need to do what I say if you don't want to keep getting oppressed by the Egyptians. Okay. Tell them I am has has sent you God also said to Moses say to the Israelites the Lord the God of your fathers the God of Abraham the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob has sent me to you okay and 
they would know who I am. Trust and believe. Go assemble the, the elders of Israel and say to them, The Lord, the God of your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, appeared to me and said, I have watched over you and I have seen what has been done to you in Egypt. And I have promised to bring you up out of your misery in Egypt into the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the, per the Perizzites, the Hebatites, and Jebusites. Now, I don't know if I'm saying these names right. I could be butchering them. But you know what? It's a whole lot of ites. And he was even trying to get the Israelites out. Okay? So that's how I see it. And he was trying to get them into a place of a, of a nice land flowing with milk and honey. Now, I'm not sure if it's real milk and honey, but I'm thinking it's the luxury of, you know, you guys would never have to be thirsty and it's going to be sweet. It's going to be very sweet. Like you guys are going to have a sweet life. That's how I'm thinking of it. So I could be wrong, of course. He telling Moses like, look, the elders, they will listen to you because they know that it is written in the book, but they going to listen to you. So don't even trip Moses. Just go over there and do what I said and let them know I am has sent you. You and the elders are to go to the king and say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us. And we need to take a three-day journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God. But I know the king. I know he's stubborn. And I know he ain't going to want to let you go. So, he going to give you a hard time and I know that he ain't gonna let you go unless he see a great hand a mighty hand that compels him so I the Lord will stretch out my hand and I will strike the Egyptians slapping them from left to right beating them from left to right with all the wonders the works that I will perform among them and after that trust me boo he will let you go okay and then I will make the Egyptians favorably disposed towards towards you guys. So that when you leave, you would not go empty handed. So every woman is to ask every neighbor and any woman living in her house for articles of silver and gold and for clothes. Which you will put on your children, your sons and daughters, and you will plunder the Egyptians. So not only will you guys be set free, but you guys ain't leaving without taking something because they're going to give it to you silver gold clothes whatever it is that you need they're going to give you what you need for your trip and that was the end of our chapter you guys we don't we don't get to see what happened after this we don't get to see the wonders of the lord happen it basically stops at god and moses being introduced to each other and god giving moses the opportunity and the job to set the israelites free now, if I was Moses, I'll be thinking, I am not cut for this job. I, I know for sure I am not going to go to these Israelites and say, look, the Lord done came to me and he said, it's time for y'all to get up and fight because we got to go. We got to leave these Egyptians. And I know I, ain't, I can't go to the king and tell the king to let these people go. This is thousands and thousands of people that he have slaving over here in Egypt. I'm just Moses. What am I to do? I could only imagine what Moses was feeling like at the time getting those instructions from God. Like, do you ever wonder if your shortcomings disqualify you for what God wants you to do? Moses wasn't disqualified because God had this job for him. He actually gave Moses a qualifying job for him, but Moses felt like he was not qualified enough. He felt like he didn't have the skills, the tools, or the voice to try to set these people free. 
he didn't even have an idea what was up for this task like he, he just got thrown the task and he thinking to himself what am I supposed to do very interesting how God sometimes put us in positions that we feel that we may not qualify for I know for me that I do so much trying to get myself into a better position that God is constantly telling me to stay focused on him and every time I look somewhere else he reminded me stay focused on me stay focused on the task that I have at hand for you which I constantly forget is to walk this journey with God I'm so caught up in trying to make a better life for myself that God is like well if you gonna make a better life for yourself I can't make a better life for you because you're trusting you and you depending on you if I give you a task I need you to know that you're qualified for it that's been the hardest thing for me is keeping this task keeping this one faithful task is to walk this journey with God hand in hand every day I just try to admit with myself and be honest with myself like it sounds so easy you know to stay positive it sounds so easy to try to stay on that right track with God but I kid you not it is not the easiest thing to do because flesh tries to take over it tries to control what's going to happen or even trying to manifest things that I want that may not be good for me and so I'm constantly reminded that whatever God have in store for you best believe that you qualify for the position because there's times when I, I don't even feel like I should be reading the Bible sometimes I feel like I don't qualify to read the Bible I'm not a preacher I do this for myself I do read the Bible so that I can have an insight on God I'm sharing with people because I have that opportunity to do so but to keep it real I'm not a preacher I'm, I'm nobody's preacher I go to church every now and then I'm just not a fake Christian should I say I make mistakes I have sins I cuss I smoke I'm not perfect I have a drink or whatever but when it comes to walking with God I just try to be authentic with that I don't try to fake and flaunt and, and pretend like you know I got it all figured out because I know that God is doing things in, in my life that sometimes I don't even feel qualified for I, I promise you I don't I've received plenty of license that maybe I didn't think that I qualify for. And yet, as I continue to take on this, take on this journey with God, he constantly showed me, like, if I say do something, if I tell you to do something, best believe that I'm going to be with you. You don't have to worry about the outcome or you don't have to worry about what's going to happen next. I just need you to put your front foot forward and trust me. It hasn't been easy, should I say. And I, and I would hate to make it seem like it's so easy and I get on my podcast and be acting like, you know, I'm just this faithful walking person with Christ. Like, nah, bro, this stuff is it is easy it's not it's not easy it's hard you know and by the grace of God I'm thankful for the opportunity to walk this journey trust and believe like that like so every story that I dive into I try to put myself in that position I try to try to see like you know if this was if I was the person that God was talking to in this case it was Moses he was minding his business attending to the flock attending to attending to his father-in-law's flock at that he decided to walk the flock close to the far east and he just so happened to get too close to a to the mountain god's mountain and now he see a burning bush the whole time is god you know the angel is 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 the angel of god giving him a position giving him a task to do that he didn't even feel he qualified for i feel him on that i feel being set up in positions and places and things that i don't feel qualified for but when god say do something he gonna be with you he really do mean that 
he like he really do absolutely mean that i've been battling with myself on this journey i'm not perfect nobody's perfect and i hate to act like i am i'm not i am a sinner just like everybody else but i take pride in being able to have this one-on-one time with god and it's not even just one-on-one time with god but just being able to read the stories you know and make it my business to just put it out there and show people that we are all the same and we're all in the same boat god is working on me just like he's working on you the only thing that I could say for me is to not lose sight of what God is doing in my life. And I'm not talking like material things in my life. I'm talking about like actually changing me from the inside out. Changing things in my life that I know that I can't do it with myself. And I know that it's not the people that's doing it. Like it's by the grace of God that things are happening the way that they happening. And so life is short. The task at hand has just always been to put God first to trust what God is doing and to keep pushing, to move forward, continue to work, continue to have faith. Just allow God to get the glory. Like God said in the story, when you bring the Israelites out of Egypt, you guys are going to worship me here on this mountain. And for me, it's like wherever God take me, I just want to be able to worship him. My good, my bad, my ups, my downs, when I'm happy, when I'm not happy. Like I just want to be able to worship him. I want to be able to give God the glory for all, for anything that I do, anything that I put my mind to I want to be able to give God that glory and as he continued to just make way in my life to show me him being in God's presence being on holy ground is just it's a gift it's a gift for us to cherish it's a gift for us to honor and it's a gift for us to embrace and to share with one another and that's the whole purpose of this podcast it's just to share with you guys that God is real However you choose to get in relationship with God, that's your business. I am not a preacher. I cannot tell you how to store a relationship with God, how to get one with God. But what I can tell you is that I'm your cousin in Christ and trust and believe. I know this journey ain't easy. This walk ain't easy. But with God by our side, we can do all things through Christ that strengthen us. Let us be known that our, our flesh is weak, okay? Our flesh is mad weak. We need the Spirit of God. We need the Spirit of Christ. We need Jesus Christ's blood to reign in us, to pour through us, to move through us, so that we could connect one another, with one another and, and just have love for one another. Stop killing each other and just share the goodness and grace of God. Help each other when when we can like it's a big deal there's a lot of people that's in misery there's a lot of people that's in pain that's in hurt that need to be pulled out and he's using us individually in different scenarios in different situations to be that person to pull people out of scenarios and situations that we don't think we qualify for I don't know for me how many people that I touch with my podcast but I do know that I have listeners I do know that my podcast get played. I'm not sure if the words of reading the Bible resonate to people that are coming from me that's pulling people out of situations. I'm not sure what God is doing, but I trust them. And I know that without God's hand by my side, I know that I can't do a whole lot of things. And I thank God that I have this opportunity to share this with you guys. And so, you know, it's just been a blessing for me. It's been great for me as I'm able to read the Bible and dive into each chapter each week and just get an insight of the story and look at my life and see 
just like Moses, not feeling qualified for something. But when God give you a task at hand to do, he's going to be by your side. The goal is to trust him and move that task. It's to say, okay, God, what's up? What's next? What are we doing? And that's what I'm on right now. So I appreciate Exodus chapter 3 as I understand the encounter Moses had with God in the burning bush. Or just standing on holy ground, just giving that task of bringing people out. Moses definitely don't feel qualified for it. So the question is, do you ever wonder if your shortcomings disqualify you for what God wants you to do? I know I do. I can't really too much dive deep into it right now, but I'll have more to talk about in a few more weeks. But I know there's a lot of things I don't feel qualified for based on my shortcomings, based on where I come from, where I've been. My, my situation, my whole upbringing. There's a lot of things that I don't feel qualified for. Even when it comes to certain relationships with people and being in certain places, and I don't feel qualified for it. But every time God is reminding me, I, like, you qualify for what I tell you qualify for. So don't you ever, ever feel like your shortcomings are stopping you. I've had situations like that. I've had scenarios like that. And to see them play out and say, you know what? I need to stop acting like God ain't doing what he doing. And I need to just continue to trust him. So what's up, God? Let's go. Let's move. And you guys, that was today's episode. So don't be afraid to share this message with somebody. You know, we all need the love and the encouragement and just the words from God to just resonate into our spirit to be better, to just be a better person. You don't know what you can do. You don't know what can happen and what world you can change by just allowing God to lead the way, trusting him. Send this message to anybody that you feel may benefit from it. Go ahead and check out any episode before this so you can get an idea. And just check out any episode before this because all the classes are good. All the chapters are good. And until next week, you guys, I'm your cousin in Christ, Wantrell Levette. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.